This is your favorite sports podcast on the official Moose's Mulligan's website. And when she's done, I'm thinking she is Olympic champion without any question. She is absolute state of the art right here. Welcome to Moose's Mulligans. I'm your host, Alex Streisak. On the podcast for Money Talks and BS Walks. What's going on? Make sure to check out the show at facebook.com slash Moose's Mulligans, twitter.com slash Moose's Mulligans, and of course at our official website, moosesmulligans.weebly.com. No way! Had a great show for you here. Gonna be talking about the new article I posted. That's a uh, you can go to moosesmulligans.weebly.com and click articles, or you can go straight to it moosesmulligans.blogspot.com. So the article, and I think this will be a great talk as it's gotten a lot of a lot of responses from you guys and a lot of love, and I, I I appreciate that. The title of the article is "Bending Athletes Until They Break." Now. The life of an athlete is assumed to be all glamour and dollar bills. It's supposed to be the life of luxury where you live off your God-given talent. It's important for people to know that that's not the case. Being an athlete requires tireless work. Grit, grind, patience, physical and mental toughness, both. But there are other stresses that get added in. And sad to say, some of these stresses are just not acceptable in the athletic world. These are, these are stresses we don't see on the field. Stresses that aren't in the gym. That aren't in the workouts. Well, the perfect example of these stresses is Michaela Maroney. And she was one of the United States' best gymnasts in 2012. Her and Gabby Douglas did an amazing job in the Olympics. But the, the troubling news recently has been... Uh, in what happened to Maroney both on and off the floor. Maroney was put through terrible stresses and situations that should never happen to any athlete. So training for the Olympics is already not an easy task. But training without being fed, without being given food, makes it all the harder. Maroney would be, she was starved by her coaches because it's such a judgmental sport that her appearance mattered so much. That they wanted her as skinny as possible for her gymnastic routines. Constantly working your body to exhaustion and then not refueling it. As I'm going to tell you, people say you're hangry. You don't even know the half of it. You don't even know the quarter of it. You don't even know an eighth of it. What she went through is already bad enough as it was getting starved. 
being that exhausted and that and that much need for food can leave an athlete in a miserable and desperate situation. And Larry Nasser took advantage of that desperate situation. Now, he's obviously a sick individual who took a broken and terrible system and used it to manipulate those around him to satisfy his own perversive uh, desires, we'll call them. He did this not once, not twice, hundreds of times. And Maroney said it got to the point where every time she saw Nasser, he was molesting her. And the question becomes, why was nobody there for Maroney? Why, why could nobody be there for her? And that's, that's because the powers that be have no need to support or protect athletes. In other words, as long as the people are in power and they keep the program winning... The people in charge have no need to take care of the athletes. They can just replace them, which I'll get into in a little little bit here. But it comes into the blind issue. It's this blind effect, and I see it with the Jerry Sandusky issue. Sandusky was a coach at Penn State, and he abused many different children while coaching at Penn State. Yet the issue never really reared its head up until it was. Uh, it took a big group effort of victims months and years after their assaults to actually raise what happened and get attention to it. And Penn State was a very good football team at the time, so everybody didn't like the controversy because it affected the program. People were so interested in the football. But what the gymnastic training world and Penn State embarrassment there, they've proven that the athletic system is broken. As long as there's others that they can have take their place, and the program continues to win medals and championships, everything is aces. Now we get on to where this ties into student-athletes, too. I went to college! The collegiate student-athlete is the cover image for this issue. The athlete wakes up at 5 in the morning, has to go to weights. After weights, you have three classes, goes to a six-hour practice, and then studies till midnight for the test they have the next day, or works on the paper they have due the next day. This stinks. All of this is for no pay, but with the opportunity to chip away towards a degree or be lucky enough to play professionally. That's the amount of responsibilities put on these teenagers and young adults. That can bury a person in stress. I I know this because not only have I seen it happen to others, I've, I've had it happen to me. Investing 18 to 20 hours a day to something, anything in your life, is gonna add stress. But what happens when what you're investing turns out to be a failure, you have a bad day at practice, you're starting to struggle mentally, you're, you can't eat because you're getting lack of sleep, you fail a test because of lack of sleep and you didn't have enough time to study, that the real issue isn't that you failed the task. It's an issue because you have invested so much into it that it feels like there's nothing left. It feels like the world just ended and all that crap you were dealing with was not worth it. You're not getting a salary for a performance on your grades. You're not getting a salary for your performance at practice. You can't market yourself off for success because of the NCAA guidelines. So that success is all you have if you're lucky enough to have the program identify that success and and acknowledge it. So the grade or the performance feels like all you have because it is all you have. You've invested weeks and months into that. 
And if you don't, if you don't have someone to get help you get through this, then it you find yourself stuck in that negative thought, which can be just terrible on an athlete. And that is where we're failing athletes in the sporting world. They're they're not being provided with a way to handle the stress. Their programs are handling them, hand, handing them. Instead of helping them with it, the NCAA has strict transfer rules so you can't leave, and they have easy cutting guidelines so you can leave when you don't want to. You're on a one-year contract every year as a student-athlete, and it's very easy for a program to let you go. But it can't be very difficult for you to let go of the program. So you're stuck, in a sense. The system is built by, is built for the sports programs to use and abuse athletes until they're burned out, and then they replace them. Or if the athlete says, no, I don't want the abuse, they cut them and replace them. It's a broken system that doesn't put the athlete's priorities first. And we got to start realizing the devastating effects that it can have. Michaela Maroney has to live with that abuse for the rest of her life. Many football players have to live with head trauma and other serious injuries for the rest of their life. We cannot undo these things that have happened to the athletes, but we can accept that there's a problem. Once we fully accept there's a problem, we can take steps forward. What happened to Michaela Maroney, what happened to the Nasser victims as well, and the children at Penn State... Let's work to make sure that never happens again. Alright, so make sure you check out that article at moosesmulligans.blogspot.com. You can also find it at moosesmulligans.weebly.com. Give us a like at facebook.com slash moosesmulligans. That article, titled Bending Athletes Until They Break, is under our articles tab, so make sure to check out all the other ones as well. We have one on the abuse, we had another one on the abuse athletes went through. That was more of an intro to this. And we also have MLB Power Rankings, NBA Playoff Preview, a lot of good stuff for you. Make sure to check it out. Make sure to write into the show and tune in next week on Sunday for Mrs. Mulligans, which is your favorite sports podcast, where money talks and BS walks. We'll see you next week.